Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists. Hello, I'm Ricky Nathbani, and this week we're taking a look into this question sent in from Meran in the USA. Is it possible to get HIV from a mosquito or any insect that has drawn blood from an infected person and transferred it to a healthy person? It's a scary thought. We know that HIV is found in the blood and can infect people through transmission of bodily fluids. So could a mosquito spread HIV the same way they spread malaria? Thankfully, Peter Bull at the Department of Pathology at the University of Cambridge is on hand to set things straight. The short answer to this question is very clearly stated by the Centre for Disease Control in Atlanta on their website. No, HIV is not transmitted by mosquitoes, ticks or any other insects. Whew, well that's a relief. But why? Several viruses are transmitted by insects. For example, dengue, Zika, yellow fever and the parasites responsible for malaria and sleeping sickness. If all these diseases are transmitted by insects, why not HIV? What all these infections have in common is the ability to reproduce and multiply within specific insects and then be re-injected into another person. By contrast, HIV is immediately rendered harmless once it gets digestive in the insect's gut. So, it turns out that HIV in infected blood just gets digested inside mosquitoes and can't do much from there. But how do all those other nasty diseases end up surviving? Viruses like dengue that I just mentioned are all in the same biological group called flaviviruses. They can all reprogram insect cells to manufacture copies of themselves. This is an enormous feat of nanoengineering involving specific interactions between many virus and insect molecules. And the virus's genetic software, if you like, only works with compatible insect cellular hardware. Similarly, the parasite responsible for malaria has evolved to infect insects over millions of years. Instead of being destroyed by mosquito digestive juices, which is what happens to HIV, the parasite's sex cells, picked up from an infected human, fuse to form a new, immature form of the parasite. After escaping through the wall of the gut, this divides to produce thousands of new malaria parasites, which make their way to the mosquito's salivary glands ready to be injected with saliva through a dedicated tube into another human when the mosquito next takes a blood meal. So certain diseases can hijack the mosquito's cells to make thousands of copies of itself. But thankfully, other blood-borne illnesses like HIV can't really do this. So there are a lot of stages a virus or a parasite has to go through to be transmitted between humans. HIV isn't capable of surviving and replicating in a mosquito, so it can be transmitted because it gets destroyed in the mosquito's gut, nor is it able to infect and multiply in insect cells. Insects are not like flying syringe needles or blood bags, and only a handful of infectious agents have evolved the specialised ability to reproduce in insects and then spread to another person. So malaria and yellow fever might find its way into you from a mosquito, but at least HIV won't. Cheers for the answer, Peter. And if you worked up a sweat listening to that, you might be interested in our question for next week coming in from James in Australia. As part of my exercise regime, I climb the stairs in our house. Is it more efficient to take two steps at once or take each individual step? And following on, is one tactic better for improving cardiovascular fitness, muscle strength and so on? I've actually always wondered about that myself. 
If you know what steps James should be taking to improve his health or climb more efficiently, tweet us at Naked Scientists or hop on the forum at nakedscientists.com slash forum. Until next time, goodbye from me and the rest of the Naked Scientists team. 